0: Hey now, Fight Game Media fans. This is Mike Gilbert and J.D. Oliva, hosts of Brace for Impact.
1: Join us each and every week as we recap Impact Wrestling.
0: I know what you're thinking, but you don't have to be an Impact fan to like the show. In fact, it's probably better if you're not. You know, we like the show, but we also tell jokes like to have a lot of fun at the company's expense.
1: We absolutely do. We have our own feed, so just type Brace for Impact in the search bar of Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Hit the subscribe button, download the show, and join in on the fun today. And boom goes the dynamite.
0: It's Monday night, ladies and gentlemen, and you know what that means. We are back with the Boom Fight Game Media's premiere or top three podcast discussing what all happened this week in the world of AEW. I'm your host, James B. McDaniel, and I'm here with my co-host, Kevin Ely. Kevin, how's your week been?
1: Man, it's been chocked full of excellent professional wrestling this week.
0: There's been so much, like three three AEW shows. We had Mm -hmm. Dynamite, Rampage, Battle of the Belts, which, of course, I and everybody else wishes it was longer, but I enjoyed almost all the matches on every one of them. I don't think like there were matches that were not as overwhelming as we we wish they had been, Mm -hmm. but I don't think there were, were any real duds. And then we had everything going on, of course, outside of AEW, and we'll talk about a couple of those later with New Japan.
1: This has just been a great week to be a wrestling fan. Yeah, it's been it's been the best. it's I mean, it's just you can it's just get the so, best of everything this week. It's
0: been so good, and and I like I know like we've got we've got big things coming. This is the beginning of the TBS era yep. for AEW, and uh, I already like I love we we saw the numbers come out. We had a big bu- like the numbers bumped overall because they're they're now no longer live on the West Coast, which is good. uh It was a moderate bump, but the eight but the demo the demo numbers were a pretty big bump. A lot of people think that has. To do with a, T, a stronger TBS lead in. I personally am already remembering the days, fondly, of, of getting able to watch The Last Five Minutes of the Accountant each and every week. Yep. Um, and I hope none of us forget that. I hope we keep yeah. that in our hearts forever. The good, the good the, old the, days.
1: The accountant, yes,
0: yeah. But let's again, let's not bury the lead. Let's start. Adam Page defeated Brian Danielson to start out Dynamite in a phenomenal match. It was such a great match, and I've got to tell you, with at the beginning of the match, with with Brian Danielson continually scurrying out of the ring, and then a little mm-hmm. later seeing seeing adam page covered in blood the blood in his hair it immediately brought me back to being a kid and like seeing these pictures inside pwi and all these others mm-hmm. of dusty Rhodes with with the bleach blonde hair and the blood the crimson and, mask and it made me think the whole match made me think of dusty Rhodes versus rick flair where rick would keep getting out of the ring keep avoiding contact and 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 even down to we got to see um, Adam page continually going for his finisher and he Mm -hmm. kept missing it. Whether Brian Danielson slipped out of the ring, whether he legit just fell down. And uh, it was, I don't know if this was, I think this had to be my favorite match of the week. Like I've of course just watched battle of belts. I love matches on there, but my God, this was great. And I think, I don't know about you and I want your take on this. The whole, like, Oh this is like the 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 horrible start to the title reign of Adam Page, quote unquote. <laughs> to mm-hmm. me that's in the past now. Like they've kicked this off so well. Um I can't wait to see where it goes next.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean it was it was definitive. It was, you know, it, the, it as far as just within the match. I mean it was it was the perfect sequel match like it played off of things they did in the first one. Uh it, you know, they started out with him starting off really strong, you could tell, you know, if you were to really pay attention to the first one and then really pay attention to this one, Danielson was trying to do the same match. He was basically just like, I'm gonna make you look bad, I'm gonna embarrass you, I'm gonna show how I'm the superior athlete. I loved how he kept playing to the judges. Yeah. He'd yeah. turn around and like uh, you know, like, hey, are you looking at this? You know? Um, and 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 Paige just wasn't having it. He would just anytime he got a hold of him, he'd just go for the kill. Uh, I loved how they kept setting up the the uh, the buckshot immediately, and then yeah. you know, like within like two minutes, he went for it, and then you know, went for it again, went for it again, and then I think maybe the third or fourth time he hit it, just a huge win. I think the only downside is is that once it was over, it was over, and yeah. they just they didn't even mention it. You know what? Like there, there I wanted needs- to see locker room interview. I wanted to see you know Danielson getting stitched up. I want you know.
0: Yeah, there's amazing pictures out on the internet of a yeah. bloody Brian Danielson sitting on the doctor's like table in the back. Mm-hmm. I want those on TV. And like, look, if you're gonna borrow things from MMA, from boxing, like the idea of an interim champion, like this is something you should also be borrowing. Right. And and it's a it's a big problem. That's been an issue, I think, with AEW since the very, very beginning is Packing in so many things, you don't you don't give any major moment really time to linger, time to sink in, and you did. We didn't even get we didn't even get the Dark Order
1: running in for a celebration on this right. one, and, and it, it felt yeah, it, it, it ended too quickly. Yeah, and not even not even you're talking about borrowing from MMA. Like try borrowing from Saturday Night's main event. You know, yeah. back in the day, they used to have Hulk Hogan be the first match, and then the rest of the episode would be, hey, when we come back, we're gonna hear from the champion and make that an important thing you know they should have yeah. said like hey he's getting looked at by the doctors we're hoping to get a word with them later on you know da, 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 da. kind of yeah. tease it and then right before the main event get an interview with him maybe a word from danielson maybe danielson doesn't want to talk you know maybe danielson's being sent to the hospital or something you know right like play it up that this that even though this is a big show and you know the whole event is the is the spectacle mm-hmm. that this was the this was the real main event or this was the yeah. most important thing
0: no, absolutely. Like, I love the idea of, of of just Tony Schiavone every 20 minutes or so, say, you know, Brian Danielson has just left on his way to the hospital. We're hoping mm-hmm. to get an interview um, as soon as we can with Adam Page. He's still with the doctors, that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. That would have made this so much more special. Mm-hmm. And just the fact, I mean, it's already incredibly special that we're getting title matches of this magnitude oh free God. on television. Um, let's go back a step, though. Everybody was really. Really, this is something that happens a lot. I think just due to the over eagerness of fans like me and just overall AEW fandom, everybody was losing their minds over who were going to be the judges. And I think everybody was a little deflated that it was just kind of basic for those that don't know. And if you don't know, why are you even listening to this podcast? (laughs) By the way, please go subscribe. Patreon.com slash fight game media plus. Um, it was, of course, Paul White, Mark Henry, uh, Jerry Lynn, three legends, three mm-hmm. guys who were who are presences on AEW already. I think everybody wanted things special. I wanted a face judge, a heel judge, and like a I don't mm-hmm. know judge. Right. And I would really like if in the future when they have title matches on TV, they would have judges there just so it's something that happens a lot. You know, every time there's a title match so that when they Mm -hmm. want to go to the judges at some point, you're not going to expect it because they have them. This time, as soon as they announced the judges, I was like, well, they're not going to a time limit draw. Yeah. And the next time they do the judges, I'm going to think, well, they are going to a time limit draw.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, if they're going to go ahead and just use people who are backstage anyway. Yeah. Like just, you know, you don't have to refer to them all the time. Maybe if it's only a 30 minute time limit or a 60 minute time limit. Or something they just make a reference to them hey the judges are always watching yep. they don't have to be sitting at ringside even they can just sort of show them backstage or yeah you know or something like that i i I too was hoping i was hoping my i was crossing my fingers because it was the carolinas that we'd get ricky steamboat out there oh my you know. god but even yeah.
0: um even Dave, even david crockett who we saw then mm-hmm. at um at Battle of the Belts later in the week mm-hmm. would have been great. I was a little disappointed. They just kind of had them there in regular chairs, not necessarily at tables. I kind right. of wanted them spread around the ring, but overall it was a great addition and I'm excited. They did it. It's something yeah. I've kind of wanted for a long time in pro yeah. wrestling.
1: You know, one thing uh, I think John LaRocca on one of, uh, I think it was on the, on the fight game podcast suggested that he would have loved to have seen like a sort of a ringside reporter stationed, by the judges. And like they come back from commercial and they say, go to a you know, picture. Let's go to picture. the judges. Let's go to the judges. What do you guys think? Yeah. Do a little picture and picture what well, they're like great. talking. What are you guys seeing so far, man? I'm really seeing Daniel, you know, page is going to have to really, uh, you know, dominate more time, you know, right now to, to, to get, you know, or he's going to lose this, you know? Yeah. No, that would have been
0: awesome. That would have been fun, absolutely phenomenal. They could have kind. Of, it would have also helped the fans understand more quickly what was going on in the match. Point out the things they might not be actively processing mm-hmm. because they're so wrapped up in the match. I think yeah. that's a great idea from John LaRocca, who yeah. has a lot of great ideas. Yeah. Um, but overall, great match. And again, we're nitpicking. These are things we are we nitpicking. Have made, but this is all is already good. A yes, little bit better.
1: That's right. That's right. Because this was it was a great match. It was very satisfying. And like and like you said, yeah, Adam Page is the world champion. And yeah, and I can't wait to see uh, where we're going next. One thing, I think my favorite part of this match before we move
0: on was we got what we wanted in the first match. All the Adam Mm -hmm. Page fans wanted an angry Adam Page to be so incredibly off to go on the offense. And we saw that this time. We saw that from the very beginning. And also the build with the continual misses of the uh, of his finisher Mm -hmm. led when he finally hit when he finally hit that that. that lariat, Mm -hmm. it was phenomenal. It was such a great build. I loved every second of it. So now we've got Ruby Soho versus Jade Cargill Mm -hmm. for the TBS Championship, live on TBS. What are your thoughts on that match?
1: I mean, it wasn't great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it was not great. I didn't think it was terrible. It it wasn't great. It was just kind of there. Mm -hmm. And Jade has gotten so much heat for winning this title i assumed That's she was nice, gonna win yeah. from the beginning i don't like no i get with, with her. her it's not her fault no it's uh i get what they're doing i get why she's champion i thought she, i thought this belt was created for her yeah in particular um mm-hmm. but i think one sign was when um when uh Maybe? I am I am blanking on names tonight. No, <laughs> when when um when Thunder Rosa ran in, oh, I think a Mer- she got yeah, a bigger pump than either of the women yeah. in the match. Yeah, and I think I think the world is ready for a title on Thunder Rosa. Mm-hmm. I think the world wants that. And again, Tony Khan said, "We're I'm not you're not always going to get exactly what you want," and mm-hmm. I respect that mm-hmm. because when she does get a title, it'll be a big deal. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see how they adjust due to the criticism from this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Jade's matches in the future,
1: uh, you know, one thing that was interesting about, like I said, you know, it's I say it's not Jade's fault. I mean, Jade has a responsibility to grow and learn and get better. But it's what I mean is it's not her fault that she's incredibly charismatic and looks like a billion dollars. Yeah, uh, you know, it would be very hard to just keep her on YouTube because after a while, yeah. what you don't want to do is make her stale. No. So if you have somebody like that, you know, if you have a Goldberg. Mm-hmm. You know Goldberg. You can't <laughs> just sit with them on dark. Right. You know that will
0: lower their stature in the eyes of right. fans. So and you just have to build the right matches
1: around them. Right. And the the thing that was interesting to me that I didn't think of until that match was over is, was, was you know they showed her daughter in the stands. Right. And um, you know there are people going back and forth or whether that was sort of a response to you know, some of the kerfuffle last week or whatever. I don't yeah, really care the, because the it was just a nice thing to do. It
0: was, I liked um, it. Yeah. And, and but that's what it showed me, to talk
1: about. Yeah. what it showed me was what if Jade wears a face and it never yeah. occurred to me that she could be. And for a moment there, I got a glimpse of what it could be like if, if in this rain, they figure out a way to sort of thread the needle and get people sympathetic and rooting for her to get better yeah and and kind of play up the fact that you know like put her in a feud with a serena deeb who can out wrestle her and you know is better and more experienced and um you know and kind of get some sympathy for her of like man she shot to the title so fast can she keep it yeah um and then you can work in some stuff with like mark sterling like cutting her out of royalties or something like that and yeah you know that i don't know maybe it's not something right away but maybe in a few months yeah you know i I keep saying
0: things like she's only been wrestling 11 months Mm -hmm. she's doing pretty well for only wrestling 11 months but conversely this is on national television right this is this is the real deal it doesn't matter like people expect good wrestling Mm -hmm. no matter what like Everybody uh, Now, it's not fair to compare her to Hook, but people say Hook's been wrestling for less than th- like three weeks mm-hmm. and look at him. But I really liked, like when I saw the pictures of her holding her kid that were out, came out on the Internet, mm-hmm. um, I really liked it. I thought it humanized her and I thought that might help her overcome kind of the savage responses she's getting on the Internet. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you I think it was you that made a good point with with like. People aren't supposed to like her. She's a heel. That's true. And, uh, and, yeah, I think a face turn might be a good idea, even though it works against her her size as, as the giant. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad idea. And Lord knows if, she, if, if Serena Deeb can't get a great match out of her. And, again, I didn't think this was a terrible match. I
1: know everybody else did. I didn't think it was terrible. Yeah. I just thought it wasn't great. It just um, wasn't great. Well, I think what it, we found yeah. is that both Ruby and her are limited. She's limited yes. in that she's new. And Ruby is not good enough. Ruby to, is not Thunder to Rosa to get a Lex match, you
0: know. Exactly. Right. That's exactly right. Um, she does need to get moved into programs with people like Serena with Thunder mm-hmm. Rosa who who can absolutely I think do a little bit of a better job there with her. Mm-hmm. But um it's going to be interesting to see who the who the who the number one contender is and by the end of the show we're going to go over the rankings and maybe get an idea of who is going to be next for uh for Jade Cargill. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. So next up on the match was Malachi Black. Next up on the night, Malachi Black, Brian Pillman. Um, we didn't get Brody King. We didn't get the 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 what we were promised on Instagram. Although I'm guessing Instagram problems are not necessarily pro wrestling canon. Right. Instagram, Instagram captions. Um, I was so focused on wanting that I didn't focus that much on the match. Um, of course, the lights went out. Came back. Which they did a number of times throughout this show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, not a lot happened when when, when those things happened. Um, anything big to, to really talk about with this one?
1: I mean, he didn't really need to bring out Birdie King because Brian Pillman just beat himself. Yeah. You know, was, I felt yeah. so bad for him. You could tell he really did. You could tell that he really did slip on the ropes there when he was going for that big. It looked yes. like they were going for a big finish of yeah. him going into the Air Pillman clothesline and just getting yeah. kicked out of the sky. And Brian Pillman, another guy who's a little green and a little limited, mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit more
0: limited than a lot of people were hoping. Yeah.
1: And he was all right. I mean, I yeah. like I like the story they were telling. I liked how they told the story that Griff Garrison went in hot and just got owned. And yeah. so he was going to be more reserved and careful um, and they did, speaking of Instagram promos, they did kind of pay off a thing that, that uh, Malachi was doing where they were talking trash that? on Twitter. Uh, Brian Pillman had uh, posted footage of him doing like MMA training um, mm. on his Twitter or Instagram or something. And it was, tra- it was showing him training how to block that or how to duck that kick. And uh, Malachi was making fun of him of like, oh, you're going to you're going you're gonna to duck the kick. That's really genius move, you know, like just kind of mocking him for it. So the okay. like one of the first things Malachi does in the match is just throw the kick. Yeah. And he ducks. And then it's like, OK, so I like that they paid that little bit off there. Absolutely. You know, I think
0: the and and I say this a lot and I'm going to probably repeat this for the entirety of however long we go here on the boom, Mm -hmm. which is I get so excited about these programs like I always want them to move faster, but I like where they're where they're at right now, like. Malachi Black went from attacking the Rhodes family, the Rhodes crew, to now he's working over a couple mid-carters mm-hmm. in the slow move to main event status. And mm-hmm. it's a great build. He has one of the absolute best entrances, entrances in pro wrestling mm-hmm. today. It, it absolutely looks menacing. It's phenomenal. The headgear, the, the whole profile, the outline against the dark is awesome and so yeah i'm excited to see where the where this keeps i want to
1: see him and Paige though oh so bad i want to see it so bad i hope i hope, I hope we get we it get before pages run ends yeah
0: yeah that's one of the things is i wonder how many i wonder how many guys Paige is going to get is going to get like is he going to get three or four because i think if he can get to four big programs i think we could get there because mm-hmm. i think we're going to get john moxley I think Mm -hmm. we're going to get Adam Page. And uh, but the thing is, is I think he should lose the belt in the end to Kenny Omega. Mm. You know, Hmm. I think that's where it needs to go. I think it needs to go back to Kenny Omega at some point. And, um, you know, let's that's a good segue into our bonus show. It is a great. It's a great segue on our bonus show, which we're we're gonna announce. I think when the bonus show is coming to our to the Fight Game Media Patreon, we're gonna announce it. I think next week,
1: Kevin, let him know exactly what the bonus show is gonna be. Well, we're still working it out, but I think what we're gonna do is sort of a state of the union of AEW kind of show, where um, kind of look at where we're at, where people are positioned, and kind of take a look at all those people out there on the horizon who don't have a place to land. Who would we bring in? who would we maybe get rid of to make room yeah. and kind of like the things of like, where would you take things? But I think, you know, I, I think looking at the tea leaves, I think we can both do some fun predictions, but also kind of where we would do if we were had yeah, Tony absolutely. Khan's year like, look, of like, who should Paige lose the title to who are the people you think shouldn't, should be featured next year and just kind of give an outlook, maybe puts down some markers and see if any of them come true by the end of the year.
0: Absolutely. And look, if you thought my Trent Brad on a pole match was a bad idea, Wait until you get to this bonus show. You're gonna hear some really bad Well ideas. Now,
1: now now we have the red dragon in and the young bucks, so we need coal on a pole. We do need coal Better on a pole. Better because it rhymes. How
0: could you not do that? Come on, people. <laughs> no, I'm really excited about this because like this, every week we talk about like what's happening in AEW. Mm-hmm. And the free agents out there that WWE's cut, the people who are no longer contracted to ROH, like that's not necessarily something that's happening. So we don't talk about it as much, other than, say, when FTR is feuding with someone on Twitter. Right. But this is going to give us an opportunity to really talk in depth about what AEW needs, what they're lacking, what holes they could fill, and who their real priorities should be. Because, look, they can't hire everybody. Mm-mm. They get a lot of criticism. Oh, you're hiring all these old WWE people. No, they, they don't hire that many. They they hired like nine out of, I don't know, 100 last mm-hmm, year, mm-hmm. seven out of 100. But uh, there's some really interesting names out here that i think we're going to have a lot of fun discussing and i and i will be really interested to read in the, the comments like i want comments in the fight game media group from all of you who do you think aew should be signing who do you think they should cut and you know who what do you think is next for adam page as we as we move forward here uh so i'm really excited to get this in and again this is going to be at patreon.com slash fight game media um five dollars a month you get bonus shows from all the shows including us um, and hopefully we're gonna start doing some video stuff as part of that as well moving forward in the next few months I think a lot of you that fi- a lot of you that are, that came in because of me that's probably like three people I'm saying a lot of you I know you know me You're the video what's the yeah, I don't know about that. I definitely don't know about that. But uh you know, I know a lot of you guys know me from video online and so hopefully we'll get into more of that. And I'm really excited to keep building the boom and keep building fight game media. I know there's big things in the future. And of course, always check out fightgamemedia.com. Again, every Wednesday I do an MMA show and that's the my last stop in preparing my notes because they have everything you need for boxing, for MMA, for pro wrestling. If you know, if you want to know more, if you want to know what's going on with Lulu Pencil, Yep, fightgamemedia.com, people. That's the place to go. All right, so next up is the the big world tag team title match between the Lucha Brothers and Jurassic Express. You predicted, my friend, that Jurassic Express was going to take these titles. As soon as you said it, I started saying the same thing, clearly parroting you because I know you're a smart (laughs) man, and it made sense, and you were right. Um, What did you think of the match? Did it live up to expectations?
1: I mean, I, it was good. It was a good match. I have become very impatient with the Lucha bros lately. Um, okay. and they're the, they're just so chaotic and, um, you know, that's a and, really good way to describe the Lucha brothers, but you know, it's, it's, it's a bug, not a, or it's a feature, not a bug, you know, as they say, yeah. like it's, 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 that's part of their deal. Um, but the Pentagon in particular, I, I just, you know, I, the The description that came to me while I was watching it was: Did you ever play Nintendo sixty four like No Mercy or NWO WC,
0: WCW or NWO World Tour?
1: Yes. that was my game. So Pentagon is the guy you play with where all he does is knock you down and then taunt, 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 taunt until he goes special (laughs) so that he can do his finisher on you right away. Right. Like I can just see him doing I kept expecting like a marker to go above his head, like to start flashing red, you know, whenever he was going to do a move. So very much the
0: Lucha Brothers do tend to play into the criticize the criticism Jim Cornette has always given
1: the young bucks. Right. That's very true. That's very true. But they're very exciting. And it was an exciting match. Um, you know, boy, it it it's kinda hard to because it ended so oddly with uh, Phoenix's with the arm. horrible injury. Yeah, which, which I is, guess isn't as horrible as it looked, but can
0: we talk about how unreal the flexibility of Ray Phoenix is? Yes. Yes. He He's injured, but would honor him
1: by pronouncing his name correctly.
0: Exactly. He earned it with the fact that he doesn't have a broken arm. It was simply dislocated. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Everyone immediately assumed. Oh. Smart it was horrible. people. Yes. People that know sports injuries. Everyone assumed this is a horrible break. And I was mm-hmm. like, well. I guess the positive is we're going to get some really good Pentagon singles right. matches here <laughs> yep, for months. Yep, right. No, he's going to be out probably just a few weeks. That's crazy. unbelievable. But, yeah, that led to them clearly speeding up the finish mm-hmm. um, and making the end look a little awkward. I thought the match, again, not not the best match in the world, but a very good match up until yeah. that
1: point. It's very entertaining. And, yeah. and it was a great win for them. And I think they played up the moment really well. I wish they'd given a little time. I'm not one to like – I don't want to – you know, necessarily use people's, like a, like abuse people's biographies or whatever. But I think yeah. like he was really, I think Jack Perry was the son of Luke Perry was really feeling something there. I think And so. I was surprised that JR didn't pick up on that and, and kind of, you know, take the moment to, you know, I think probably just, I think probably if nothing had happened and the match had gone well, he might have, but there, I, right. I can only imagine that there were voices in their heads headsets you know yeah calling for you know, there's probably a little bit of chaos behind the scenes figuring out how to handle that injury so i
0: think that probably threw off a lot of people
1: yeah i think on, it threw know. everyone off and and even when they were showing the people you know it's it's hard to act like you're super excited about winning a title when you know someone you work very closely with is yeah. horribly insured in front of you you know so you know so i give him a lot of grace on that uh but but it was you know it it was really cool you know, one of the things I was a little
0: disappointed in, and I'm am trying to pull up a tweet right now to help discuss this, mm-hmm. is the fact that, like, look, you don't need to have Marco stunt there necessarily, right. but Marco Stunt is a member of Jurassic Express, and he has yeah. been for the entirety of their run in AW, and we haven't seen him lately, and I don't know why, but there could mm-hmm. be a million different reasons, could be COVID, could be anything, but. I hated that he wasn't there for the win. I hated that yeah. we didn't get to see Marco stunt jumping around. And then Marco posted something a little bit earlier uh, that had me wondering on um, on I Twitter. Which I can't find I can't find the tweet, mm-hmm. but uh, I thought I'd retweet it. Apparently, I hadn't. You know what? I know we're right where it is now. Um, but what he, he was basically saying, like, look, I've done a bunch of stuff in the next round of um, of the Voice which I'm really mm-hmm. hoping he gets to the next round of The Voice. That'd be amazing. And he's like, uh, uh, you know, basically, something to the effect of really hopeful for this considering everything else that's been going on lately. And it was a little mm. – okay, here it is. Um, so this is, this was 535 PM, January the 9th, Sunday, just sending my stuff for this round of the voice could take a couple weeks to hear back, but I'm excited to be taking this journey and I'm excited to keep you guys updated. Things have been weird lately, but seeing y'all, you all support me regardless of what's going on is amazing. And that makes Mm. me wonder what's weird, what's going on. Yeah. Um, And I think when people make their picks for who they think could be cut from AEW, I think Marco Stunt will probably be there. But Marco Stunt, to me, has added a lot to Jurassic Express. He's like their hype man. He's had some really fun matches. Um, He's not the best worker in the world, but he's not a bad worker. I Mm -hmm. I really enjoy Marco Stunt. And I'm probably going on a little too long about this, but I kind of wished he'd been there to help his guys celebrate the title win, which makes me think we might not be getting
1: Marco Stunt stunt back in yeah. AEW. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the reading the tea leaves, you know, I hope yeah. whatever happens, it's good for him. But um, yeah, it, it, it does seem, it does seem to, to go for however many years, three years now, almost yeah. as that act and not have him there for the big win, you know, and there, there's stuff they could have done with him. If they're, if they are planning on doing, um, you know, sort of a slow burn with Christian being a heel and stuff, mm-hmm. Having Marco Stunt running around and, uh, you know, Christian being really annoyed with him while he's trying yeah. to keep these guys focused would actually be a pretty good little storyline. It
0: would be a great angle up. Um,
1: yeah. yeah. So who knows? I hope he makes it on The Voice, actually, because I think that'd be really fun. Absolutely. With his backstory, I think they might put him on.
0: Yeah. And he's really talented. He's so talented. Um, so I think I kind of skipped over uh, a couple things here. We had... A uh, MJF match With Captain Sean Dean Oh yes And uh, It It didn't quite go as planned Did it Kevin? No it didn't That was So clever It was so clever It was a great way To do one of the first DQ's I don't think it was the first But it might have been In AEW history They have CM Mm -hmm. Punk Come out Crush Sean Dean Mm -hmm. And Give MJF a, a, a loss, his first loss of the year, one of his first losses, one of in his AEW only history ever. Yeah, yeah, might be. Is is? That I think his, it's, it's his
1: third technically. Okay, I know it's not an. A, it's definitely not more than three. Yeah, he sure. lost to Moxley. He lost. He lost to Moxley, Jericho, and now Sean Dean. And Sean Dean has now put it in his Twitter bio. It's great. I beat MJF. <laughs> so I love that he's leaning into it. It's so great. Yeah, and also- it played out perfectly because. uh No one thought of it Because they do DQ so rarely Yeah A lot of people I noticed even in the uh, In the the people who were Live watching it They seemed uh, a little confused In the Facebook group Right Didn't pick up on the fact That the bell had even rung And the match was active So when he hit him You know Everyone's confused for a moment. And the whole crowd realizes what happens, you know, when Aubrey Edwards raises his hand and they say the winner, but result of his qualification. And you realize what he did. Everyone went, ah, it was brilliant, man.
0: So great. I loved it. And of course, it got MJF worked up. Um, they, They, of course, had a great promo battle, which included the line from CM Punk. Oh, my gosh. Oh like what was it um yeah you could main event night 4 of a buy one get one free extravaganza and they get released quicker than you last in the sack <laughs> That was great. I, so great I loved every second of it um the buy one get one free was was a wonderful hit at, at WWE if mm-hmm. you're into that sort of thing Yeah um again I had friends who said too much talking but I thought number 1 these are the two guys you want talking it didn't yeah. go too long I didn't think it went too long, what 20 seconds too long. And it's something that even WWE's come out and said, like they heard from network executives who paused, who, who stopped what they were doing to listen to CM Punk MJF. Mm-hmm. You want to give the people more of that when you hear that level of feedback. Mm-hmm. It's one of, it's one of the more engaging feuds going on right now. I thought this was really well done and it had the great finish when MJF's He's clearly losing his mind over the loss. And he's announcing that this coming Wednesday night, it's going to be it's going to be CM Punk versus Wardlow. Yes. And uh, and I loved, as he say, and I don't uh, after he announced that he's walking away, he's still facing the camera and he's like, I don't need I don't need it. I don't mm-hmm. need it. I'm better than you. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. Yeah. I am hyped for CM Punk versus Wardlow. We saw Wardlow with another squash. Um, And I'm wondering at this point, Kevin, I'm probably saying this too early in the show. Who do you think is going to f- turn first? Is it going to be Wardlow or is it going to be Jamie Hayter? My
1: money's on Jamie.
0: Yeah. And we've been I, building Wardlow for year, yeah. <laughs> years.
1: You're right. I think I, they're going to be very different because I think... uh I think Wardlow will take a longer, but when it happens, it'll be more explosive. Yeah. It'll be more of a big moment. It'll be a Whereas I think Whereas, I, th- I think Jamie could turn as soon as Wednesday, just in a promo. I think right. Britt Brit could just say, hey, I've beaten everybody in the division, I'm the queen. And Jamie could just say, hey, you haven't beaten everybody. And it yeah. just be that it. That's it. Like, a, hey, I'm going to challenge you. Um, that would be really good. Yeah. Uh, so, do you think Wardlow and Punk will have a real match? Or will it be some sort of angle alert? I think they're going to have a real match, but I don't think it's going to have a real finish. My my prediction is uh, that MJF hits Wardlow to cause Wardlow to win by disqualification and cause Punk like get revenge. Oh. And okay, punk. so I'm sick punk, and tired so of your brilliant
0: loses. takes, Kevin. I'm <laughs> sick of this because you're always a hundred percent right. That's what's going to happen, people. It's a hundred percent what's going to happen. My God,
1: we'll see. Oh, I don't know. But then,
0: but take be, it to the bank,
1: yeah. Because if he does, then he's like, ha ha ha. We outsmarted him, and Wardlow's like, what the heck? You just hit me.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant, man. I, I really think that's that's what they're setting up, and it's great.
1: So, it's we'll going to be how early would that happen in the match? Oh, I don't know. That's a really good question because I, yeah. I think people would feel a little bit ripped off if they don't get something.
0: Yeah, I think we have to get some actual match between the two. And- mm-hmm. I could, but I could also see them stopping it like right as it starts. I could also see them kind of, uh, if you're a fan of Arrested Development, AEW, I could see kind of get, getting off on being withholding a little, like like Lucille Bluth. Yeah. Um, I could <laughs> yeah. see that a little bit. Right. Well, now I'm super, I'm even more excited about this match now that you've brought this up, Kevin. I'm. That's, that's and that's be feud of the year this year. I'm excited. Year. Ab- I'm I can't wait till we get to the breakdown at the end of the show of what all's coming up next next week because there's a lot of matches I'm really excited about. And mm-hmm. This isn't the number. This isn't the main one, and it probably should be, but it's not. Okay, Rampage. We had the debut and and maybe epilogue of of uh,
1: Jake Atlas. Poor yeah, Jake Atlas. Man. Rise and fall. What do you think of the match overall? You know i i didn't I didn't know much about Jake Atlas. I hadn't. I had heard about I, him. Same I'd, here. I had only heard about him uh, that people really liked him and lumped him in a lot with like um, um, Ethan Page and a lot mm-hmm. of those guys who were coming through PNG at the same time, PWG at the same time. Yeah. I never really watched him on Two Hundred Five Live. Um. I didn't and even know 205 Live still existed. Yeah. <laughs> I really didn't, didn't. Yeah. Like, I thought it lasted
0: like three months, but apparently it was, it was around for a couple of years. Around
1: for, I think it's technically still around. I don't know. Uh, really? Yeah.
0: So I, I was they, excited. They to see cut this. so many of them. I think I they had well, to start they
1: stopped, going over 205. They started having like Odyssey Jones on. So it became like 305 Live is weird. <laughs> but yeah, so I. I I was interested to see Jack Atlas. I did watch him on dark. He had one squash match on dark yeah. and they, and they did a good job of like doing a little highlight package. It's a great use of dark. That's good. That's right good. before, right before the coal match, you know, saying like, Hey, this guy's, you know, awesome. And he came I, out I was really
0: I, glad to see that when they did it.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. it was cool. And, uh, and, uh, he had cool presence, you know, it was like very different. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he had this sort of like reserved, flamboyant, you know, kind of, he's like, I don't know. Kind of reminded me of like the young rock a little bit. I don't want to like put that on him, but yeah, not necessarily
0: that level of height, but there was similarities there. Uh -uh. And clearly AEW. Look, if you're going to put a guy on TV for the first time versus Adam Cole, you clearly think this guy has a future clearly.
1: Yeah. Um, And I don't know where I heard it, but there were people who were saying, like, when Tony Khan was drawing up, like, his wish list of people he wanted to sign, mm -hmm. he was one of the people he wanted to make one of the pillars. Like wow. He he would have been one of the Sammy Guevara's or that kind of person. So, you know, I think he had that hope for him. I I imagine he was probably going to lose that match no matter what. Yeah. But he looked good. I mean, he looked he really did look good. good. The match was really good. It was exciting. And
0: I don't know how I, – I never was able to pinpoint how early in the match his knee got injured. Um, yeah. There, like, there was a lot of knee-based things going on, even mm-hmm. the finish. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I don't know when he injured this, but they might have continued injuring it. But apparently, right. like, on again, this is a, from a tweet of his – he basically said I'm not going to be out that long. Yeah. And um, I'm really hopeful with that because I was excited to see him. It was clear they have some high hopes for him. And mm-hmm. so I want to see I want to see more Jake Atlas. I'm excited for him. And uh so yeah, Jake Atlas, hope
1: you get well soon, buddy. Yeah. In the meantime, they made sure to point out that uh Adam Cole is the number 1 contender for the World Championship. Exactly. And so
0: Which makes us makes us think he has to be one of the next guys for Adam Page,
1: and that's a great feud. I I really am excited about seeing that. One hundred percent, and also sets up interesting, which is kind of one of my least favorite aspects of how AEW tells stories. But you know, they can pick up on the Young Bucks Adam Cole story again. Yeah, by bringing in I'm sorry, Young Bucks Adam Page. Right, because when we last when he won the title, they were kind of like. Are they making up? Are they not? You know, and then now you're bringing that in with the red dragon, and you know, so there's lots of room for middle school shenanigans a lot of layers, and man. and meaningful stares at each other in the in the in the back. Probably some great yeah. BTE material.
0: And and again, this is probably going to be. I'm I'm going to make an assumption that this stuff is going to lead into the return people are thinking in march of mm-hmm. kenny omega mm-hmm. and again it'll be kenny omega and the bucks potentially versus adam cole and red dragon also i'm really excited that you messed up adam cole and adam page
1: because yeah. i do that every <laughs> single week I do and it i'm all glad time. i'm really glad this is the first i was time thinking last the week show. when we did it they need to add they need to sign someone named ethan cole just oh to god. round out the triangle of oh names. my god can you imagine I'm just
0: picturing Vince at home laughing at these at these nerds, these <laughs> geeks that don't even know to change everyone's names. Right. If even you know, even if it's just the announcer has the same know, last we name. We come to understand Vince more and more every day, right? But then. We also have the impending return when it comes to kind of where Adam Cole's going, the impending return of John Moxley. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know when he's coming back in AEW, but we do know that he's going to be um, in the main event at GCW when they come back to the Hammerstein Ballroom. I believe that's Jan- yeah, January to the 23rd. Mm-hmm. So I have to imagine his first match back it, is not going to be in GCW. Yeah, would,
1: gonna, yeah, you'd think so, right? But there yeah. are only two Dynamites
0: in between. Yeah, so it's got to, like it's going to either be the week before or the week after that mm-hmm. GCW it has to be. And so we're we got Moxley coming back soon and he was the planned he was mm-hmm. the planned match. He was the planned guy to go against Adam Page, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, I did too, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen
1: there. Um boy, he's going to be that's going to it's going to get such a welcome, it's, yeah. It's going to be it's going to be a special moment. So I wonder. I think the second week of that is in Cleveland. Okay. Oh. And which is I don't know is Cleveland near Cincinnati or the other side of the state from each other? But he's no an Ohio idea. guy. It'll it'll yeah. be a, it'll be fairly close to a hometown. That would be
0: the place to do it. You know, if you've got an option of a couple of weeks, that's a great it's a great mm-hmm. little coincidence there. It's also Johnny Gargano's hometown. Ooh. There's so many. There's so many guys that we kind of we know they've got more guys coming in. Mm-hmm. We know it in our hearts, and it's and oh my god! Again, they're getting off on being withholding, just like Lucille Bluth, because every week we're sure, we're sure no, they're still not giving you the briskos. Last week, the the owner of ROH, by the way, was backstage. Yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, me, my mind's going. They're going to announce they have bought ROH. It's all happening. Everything's changing tonight. Nothing, nothing changed. We've had the Briscoes backstage. Nothing
1: happened. Yep, And ROH is on impact instead.
0: Yeah. And oh, by the way, also, I was thinking if you were ever going to have a tag team come in Mm -hmm. like House of Fire and just take out the world champions, kind of like Steve Williams and Terry Gordy did Mm -hmm. when they came into WCW back in the day. I loved that. Yeah. Jurassic Express might be the team to have that happen to. They're, they're the team that that could, you know, you have got the smaller guy you could injure. There's a lot you could do. I don't know. That's just something that, that would in be my amazing. Head. Like that would be amazing. And that would be a great way to introduce a new tag team. If they yeah. come in and take out the world champions. Mm-hmm. um Let's see. So also on Rampage, we got the, th- is it the third ever hook match? I believe this was number third three. Three. No. Oh. Yeah. Versus Aaron solo. um Another good match looked really good. Aaron solo didn't look bad. And then we got, we got some heat with, mm-hmm. uh, with maybe the most unpopular man in AEW, <laughs> definitely the most unpopular man in yeah. my heart. Yep. Uh, with QT Marshall and we got hook doing a real face move, um, uh, mm-hmm. tossing a suplex and a choke on QT Marshall. Yeah. He tried and to I,
1: leave. He didn't ask for that fight.
0: No, he didn't. He didn't want it, but he woke up prepared. Yep. QT Marshall chose violence and uh hook ended it. And, I don't know where that's going, but I like what they're doing. I know that they realize people love Hook, mm-hmm. so let's play into it. Let's give them some things to cheer for. It'll be really interesting to see where that goes for the entire Team Taz, which, by the way, when um I'm jumping ahead here. Yeah, well, go ahead. But when we saw Ricky Starks versus Matt Seidel, and I um, and we'll get to this in a bit, yeah. Um, I realized, man, we do not get enough Will Hobbs and Ricky Starks on Dynamite mm. Rampage at all. Not near enough. And I get I get that you're pushing hook now but but Will Hobbs is really good. Yeah. Ricky Starks is really good and I want more of them. And I have a feeling they they're just like they have something big planned for them. It's probably going to kick off in a couple months. I think I think AEW doesn't do the best job of keeping people active in between major plans for mm-hmm. them.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I want to see some more Will Hobbs on TV. He looks like a monster. Uh he's really good like Give us more of this man. Like we're yeah. getting the Wardlow squashes. Yeah. If you need to replace those, give us some Will Hobbs squashes. I'd love yeah. to see that.
1: They need to be yeah, they need to get Hobbs in position so that when Wardlow does break free and become the monster babyface that you're just aching for them to have a yeah. slobber knocker. Exactly. The the big E special, t- the the big meaty men slapping meat. Exactly.
0: We might get a new meat man. John Silver might be quickly (laughs) forgotten. We'll get a new meat man when these two Goliaths collide. And I really hope we do get to see these men collide. Um, Let's see. We had Ruby and Reho taking on Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. That was a good
1: match. I enjoyed that one. Um, Is there really anything to talk about from that match, though? No. No? No. I even made a note to myself of, like, it didn't – that was – uh, not there was no need for it really it didn't it really you know, I don't wasn't think it like it really made the. it was it was fine it was fine match there was a neat little spot when rio ran up the table jamie was holding a table and rio runs up the table to give her it a was drop great kick.
0: i loved that i yeah. loved that right there that was my favorite part of the match so that alone was probably worth doing the match on the show was wait but wasn't that wasn't that on the battle of the belts match oh you're Did right. that happen there? You're right. yeah that happened
1: there yeah this week it's yeah, all there's, been, together. there's
0: been a lot, y'all. There's been a You're lot. Right. And I usually watch. I usually like I have bad short term memory. I've talked about it before. I usually rewatch all the shows before the podcast and I, I didn't rewatch Rampage. And mm-hmm. so I, I'm uh my memory is a little light on some of the things that happened. But um, one thing I wanted to talk about was. Like, as we move forward here, before mm-hmm. we even get to Battle of the Belts, I mm-hmm. really think there's a simple thing AEW could have done. They should have started on Monday with their advertising and just said, this is championship week. Yes. This is championship week on AEW. Yeah, Battle of the Belts week. Yeah, we got, all these, we got all these championships defended, and like mm-hmm. the smallest of them outside of the women's title mm-hmm. was on Battle of Belts. We got no title changes on Battle of the Belts. That happened on... Right. Dynamite, mm-hmm. or yeah, dynamite, and uh, and it's a real. Sh- I don't know. I, I felt like that devalued the idea of battle of the belts that we had. The big world title match, the tag team titles changing hands, and not on battle of the belts. Mm-hmm. And there's already a lot of people disappointed at the length. That it's only an hour. That it's mm-hmm. basically a second rampage. I think that tiny thing would have made everybody okay with it. This yeah. is championship week, and it's going to finish with battle of the belts, and. Uh, I like that like, they had all the champions compete on it, mm-hmm. and that's going to be on Dark next week, I believe. That's really cool. That's a really great way to get more people into Dark. Mm-hmm. But I think that the, the, the fact that they didn't do that, it really confused things. And mm-hmm. I think it 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 definitely lowered people's opinions of Battle of the Belts more than it should have, because as we're going to talk about in a second, I, I liked every match on that card.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if they – I. I can't remember when they announced it, but I wonder if they set the time for Battle of the Belts before they, before they had decided on the TBS change. Because I, it felt like an unfortunate coincidence that the TBS, the debut on TBS was necessarily the more important night. Yeah. And, and that's what threw it all out of whack. Because I think otherwise you would have seen maybe the world title match. Yeah, you know, I think I believe that it was part of the same discussion. Again, okay. we're moving, we're moving dynamite.
0: Oh, to that's CBS, right, it wasn't it? But yeah. then we're going to get four one-hour specials, and right. I believe they requested one-hour specials. Yeah, and of course there was talk earlier this week of AEW maybe doing like a one-hour buy-in portion, mm-hmm. which would have been really cool. But uh, I think I think it. I don't think everything happened the way it was all planned. Again, we yeah. had people injured. Right. Sure. We didn't get the, quite the level of matches on Battle of the Belts. They had planned for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's a shame. And, you know, maybe Sammy Guevara was going to be set up to take the title from Cody. Mm-hmm. And that would have made it a bigger show. I think people would have had. A, right. Would have been more hyped about it. But I don't want to sleep on the fact that on Rampage, we had one of my favorite matches of the week. Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz versus Mm 2.0 and Daniel Garcia. And, you know, again, this was the main event. So before it, we had Mark Henry (laughs) interviewing everybody. And then Kingston and uh, Santana and Ortiz, they disappeared. And I knew. away. We knew exactly what was going to happen. Like yep. they were going to storm in, and they started the match right then and there. Mark Henry got his line in, and he looked—he looked so happy to say. He it was too. so happy. He always looks so happy to say his line. Yeah, but he was more happy than ever tonight, and I—I I love the man's smile. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. It makes me smile every week. And uh, we got a hell of a match, man. I loved this one.
1: Yeah, it was super fun. Everything, and I—and I, and I hate—I—I mm, I don't want to diss. ladies yeah but this was a street fight like last week (laughs) last week they called it a street fight it was a it was a series of hardcore spots executed in order this was a fight i I guess they're like the poor ladies like to
0: be compared to kingston santana i know it's not fair to them it's not but man you're right this and this was this was so good
1: yeah I mean they're pulling the fat heads out of the you know the cardboard heads out of yeah
0: like somebody got beat down by Burt Kreischer
1: which is a dream of
0: mine Uh, so that was really awesome right and I I think JR may have put that not JR who was it somebody on commentary kind of put that over um yeah uh, yeah 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 but I I cannot look I cannot remember particular spots I just Mm -hmm. remember loving this match it was Mm -hmm. everything I wanted it to be um I don't and even then at remember. The end, the
1: finish. What was the finish?
0: I don't remember the finish either. We are true <laughs> professionals but here. We're, all I but, remember but is that I was get, happy. We did get Jericho with the save at the end. Yeah. And um, I'm again. I'm still excited to see where that's going overall. But this was. It was a good look. That was a when you run down that card. Mm-hmm. Cole versus Atlas was good. Mm-hmm. We got Hook versus Aaron Solo. That was great. Yep ruby and reho versus britain hater was a good match mm-hmm. this was a great match that's a solid hour of tv man yeah that's a lot of matches and none of them seemed necessarily way too short they were all done well they were all building to things mm-hmm. and uh that was a great hour of tv and that of course leads us to the last hour of AEW for the week battle of the belts saturday night um, it was perfect for me. Like, look, there's no boxing this weekend. There's no MMA this weekend. There wasn't any really, really any wrestling to speak of other than this. This gave me something to do on Saturday night because God knows I'm not out on any dates these days. <laughs> but we had so we had Sammy Guevara versus Dustin Rhodes, which ended up being better than I ever expected it to be. Look, I yep. know they're both good wrestlers, but the fact that we had David Crockett there. Mm-hmm. And he was going to hand the belt to the winner. That really had me wondering, David Crockett handing Dustin Rhodes a belt in 2022? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just an amazing proposition. Yeah. And uh, we had a Canadian destroyer through a table. <laughs> yep from Dustin Rhodes in 2022 right. yep. just things are happening this year I never expected. We are off to a really strong start. Uh Sami Guevara ended up pulling out the win and what the win in a really solid match. Mm-hmm. He is now the first ever AEW Interim title and I'm not hating on the interim title. I like it because it guarantees us like look People in wrestling are used to getting denied the matches they want. This guarantees us when Cody comes back, that's the match. Whoever holds Mm -hmm. that interim belt. Mm -hmm. And we already have an interim title match coming up for this week. Um, Man, again, a match I never realized I wanted until it was announced. Until the moment. Yeah. Sammy Guevara versus Daniel Garcia. Yes. I am so excited, man. I am hyped for that match. Again, one of the four pillars taking on. One of the best, one of the best of the new young, one guns of the next in four AEW. pillars. Right? Yeah, exactly. I am so hyped up for that. Generation
1: that. two versus generation three, and in, in AEW. Yeah, uh, which. We okay. never really got to talk that
0: much about the the Sting, Darby, CM Punk match. Mm-hmm. But I love the fact that we were seeing major stars from three generations yes. together. And yeah. Each one with the face paint was supporting one of the others. Mm-hmm. I loved seeing that. And I think that's something that I think. I've heard a lot of wrestlers basically say, you know, everybody says how great the AEW locker room is. And I think WWE has a pretty good locker room. And that's new in wrestling. Like Mm -hmm. it used to be nothing but underhanded politics. Like everybody ribbing each other to the point of people pulling guns back in the day, right? Right. The level of support for each other and for the next generation we're seeing in AEW and wrestling in general today makes my make it really makes me happy to see. I love seeing that. My dog just apparently found a squeak toy on the ground. If anybody heard that, <laughs> I can't promise that's not going to keep going, but uh, thankfully it stopped for now. I think I fully shamed her live on the air, <laughs> live on the air.
1: Uh, so yeah. Do you have anything you want to add about Sammy Dustin? That was I just love that match. You know, going in, I think I was – I wasn't skeptical. I knew they'd have a good match. <laughs> but I was, you know, overthinking it, just being like, well, what would I have done and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. And and I thought it was odd that they put Dustin in because um, – This I is one time Dan Lambert – Dan Lambert had really, like – Exactly. Ethan Page,
0: Scorpio Sky, either one more deserving than Dustin. And Scorpio and Scorpio –
1: and Scorpio is ranked number four. Yeah, um, he uh, had just done a match on Dark, which is always a cue that he's going to yeah. have something coming up in a couple of weeks. So I just thought, well, why not put Scorpio in? And I and I would have I would have even liked it if they had said, you know, Cody has relinquished the title because he wants you yeah. to, you know, he does not want you to be deprived of a match. So you know, and just be like super high and mighty about it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and made it for the title. And saying that he's guaranteed a rematch, you know, and not do the interim stuff, but that's just semantics. It's not really you know, that big of a deal. One of so the I, things yeah. one of the things I've talked we've talked about a lot on here is how a lot of times the really great
0: promos in AEW are, are based in truth, whether it's mm-hmm. Britt going after uh going after Ty Conti or or right. CM Punk going back and forth with MJF, they just gave Dan Lambert some re like they gave him a real gripe that everybody at
1: home will understand he's kind of not wrong here right and that's pretty good idea i think and it's got to be intentional i mean it has to be the only thing i can think of is that they have a plan for scorpio and and what they were trying to do was how how do i create a satisfying match that doesn't disrupt anything yeah and i think the thing was just have dustin and someone even speculated that dustin might have been like the agent for the match and so he already knew what they were planning, you know, like I,
0: that's the, that's a really good because they were that's like that. Right.
1: Someone was like there was a lot of things that could have been a Cody match in a lot of ways, you know. Okay. And and that makes sense. I mean, I don't you know, we'll never know. But yeah, you know, bottom line, it was super entertaining. It was really <laughs> great. And they had a great moment at the end, you know, when when Dustin uh, when, like the handshake. Yeah, the handshake yeah. and everything it was really cool. So and I like I liked that. The only thing I didn't like was that the interim thing is the tag on it, because just like with the page match, like that was a definitive win. And that was yeah. probably one of the best that Sammy's looked as far as being yeah. a dominant person. Uh, man, I, I like we both know Dustin's really good to this yeah. day
0: and better than ever. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. And every time I watch Dustin a Day, it makes me think of of what a dumbass I was as a kid. Because when he made his debut, and back when he's like teaming with Barry Wyndham, mm-hmm. he was really good back then. Mm-hmm. But in my little like 12-year-old brain or eleven-year-old brain, they're forcing him on us because he's Dusty's son. Right. And frankly, listen, people, I was both dumb and fat. I'm like, How can Dusty's son not be fat? This man needs to eat more. How dare you give me a skinny Rhodes? I was offended, people. Offended, again, because I was more on. So, yeah, I didn't didn't appreciate him enough back then. I didn't appreciate him enough as Mm Goldust. And he's one of the absolute greats. He's a Hall of Famer because God knows the only gimmick ever given out by WWE that was as hard to pull off as Goldust was probably The Undertaker of the ones that actually Mm -hmm. succeeded. And it wouldn't have succeeded if Dustin wasn't. Great. And we're seeing it today. Yeah. And man, if you want to have if you want a young guy to have a great match, put him in with Dustin. He's going to have a great match.
1: Yeah, he did. And that he came true.
0: But which, by the way, I love Rio 2.0 after her return to AEW. I love this Rio more than Rio 1.0, more than champion mm-hmm. Rio. And I don't know. I have not. I can't put my finger on what it is. Again, I, I before I said she seems a little more substantive like a little more hard hit, hitting with her moves mm-hmm. before she just it was before she would jump on Nyla Rose and I'd be like this is the equivalent of a cat jumping onto Nyla Rose like without <laughs> without physical claws yeah. but man she had she, this was a great match I loved every second of this match I love the table spot that we talked about earlier yeah this was so good and Britt finally got the big win Um, which we kind of knew she needed to and we I think we all I think everybody knew she was going to win this and it was great this has been been a great little feud that came, kind of came out of nowhere for me mm-hmm. and uh, i've loved every second of it and it's put re it's elevated Riho in my mind to the next level yeah which um
1: yeah like i think which, yeah I, I think she i think the first time she played up the sort of cutesy aspects of her persona more uh you know the first go round, and so then this time i think they realized i think she probably watched a lot of darby allen <laughs> and was like oh okay i could just do that or yeah. maybe you know i think they did kind of tell her like hey you know if there people love you but it's we need to make you a little more believable or you know whatever so maybe yeah just and they've, le- and lean they've into it. the yeah they totally did and and she was great i thought brett uh brett brit came out Looking really good because of the way she handled things. There was a there was a really cool reversal. I can't remember exactly what it was. I think it was like she was in a full Nelson and she did like some kind of three sixty spin where she got her yeah. down into the the into the um whatever her move's called the uh, I can't blank remember on the it. name of the movie either. Come on, uh, yeah, her, no, that her was, submission hold.
0: Yeah, that was awesome. It was really really good, and I don't believe. Like, again, they tr- Britt's people tried to cheat for her with the table. But was there ever any real cheating from Britt in this match? Did she ever pull off an actual
1: cheating move? Britt Herb never Jamie. did. That's, right. I don't think Britt ever did. Even that's even the when they threw her the belt, she gave yeah. it back to the ref. Yeah. And so
0: Britt Baker came through against someone who'd already beaten her. It beat mm-hmm. her basically fair and square, which I think needed to happen. And it was so well done. It was Mm -hmm. really well done. Um, I like that they've established that, yes, she's a heel, but much like Kenny Omega, she's a heel that while she may cheat and her people may cheat, she doesn't need it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't need it. She can beat you clean Mm -hmm. no matter who you are. Yeah. Let's see. So I'm excited to see also what's next going to be next for Britt. This felt like the blow off for this this feud. Mm Mm-hmm. In fact, let's pull up right now. Let's pull up the the new AEW rankings for this week. Um where here they are right here.
1: Do you want to start off with uh going over the tag teams? Sure. So let's see. This is as of the seventh. So now they yep. do them they used to do them before dynamite, now they do them after dynamite.
0: Okay, and so uh, this
1: does not include Battle of the Belts. This doesn't this, include anything that happened there. No, right. It does not include Battle of the Belts. I think this was out this was out the day of so Actually, I think came it was out before, probably Friday. Before it came up before Rampage, Rampage because right. they referenced it on there. So, yeah. So, the tag matches, we got uh, Jurassic Express as the new champions. The Acclaim, number one. Bucks, number two. Uh, Santana and Tortiz, number three. FTR, number four. And Reynolds and Silver, number five. And they've been. Uh, man, my they my boys. Been, yeah, they've been making some promos lately, too, about how they're going to make a run. I hope uh, they do.
0: But I got to say, of that crew. Mm-hmm. Like clearly, I think we're going to get the acclaimed in a run yeah. for the titles. They're number yep. one. They're heels. That's got to be their first like defense, probably. Just it has to, show to be, that, yeah. But I really would like the the one team that hasn't had the belts in AEW that I would like to see with the belts: mm-hmm. Santana and Ortiz. Absolutely like I would like to see them get a run with the belts or I- at least get a run for the belts. Mm-hmm. Um I thought I really thought they were going to be one of the first couple of tag team champions in AEW. I never saw SCU winning the first belts. Yep. And uh but man this is this is first of all this is a great list. Like this is a great top 5 and there's so many other great teams that aren't in here. Yeah. 210
1: is um, not on there.
0: Nope, Butcher the Blade's not in here. Red again, Red Dragon just got started. Right. We're gonna see them come up here in the in the near future. There there's I made out a top ten the other day. I wish I had it on me. You could do a top you could honestly do a top fourteen, I think. And 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 before you get to to like a a bear country. Yeah. I would love a oh my god.
1: Even if they had to call it Junior Memorial.
0: Oh my god Even if they had to Call it the Dave Crockett Cup they, David right. Crockett
1: Cup Just make a Crockett Cup Though
0: again Those are the, the 2014
1: days teams the first round
0: buys Yeah that I would yep. love that Bring in okay. some outside people So Women's division We've got Dr. Britt Baker DMD is the world champion Jade Cargill um, is clearly the new TBS champion, their version, I guess, of the IC champion for the mm-hmm. women. Uh, number one contender, Riho, I'm guessing she will drop it a little because now she will be one mm-hmm. and one. Chris Statlander, number two. And of course, it's so early in the year. Most of these records are like, o and o. Right. Uh, then we've got but Thunder Rose. they stick
1: with the ranking that they had before. So if they were number right. one last year. They're staying where they are. Exactly. So
0: Chris Statlander, number two, Thunder Rosa, number three, number four, Ty Conti, number five, Ruby Soho. Um, I'm trying to think if, yeah, her Britt loss has to beaten Jake Argill here. Britt has beaten them all. I think Thunder Rosa is the one I would like to see brought back to face Britt. Mm-hmm. That's who I, But I don't know if she's going to be the one or if it's going to be Chris Statlander. I would love to see Chris Statlander as a champion. I would love to see her go at it again with Brit. Um, but also, we've got, I'm sure Mercedes Martinez has got some matches coming up. Mm-hmm. And she's a heel and aligned with Brit. So I don't think she's necessarily going to be in that title picture anytime soon. But I'm really excited at where this division's going. We don't have Serena yeah. Deeb in here. No. Nope. Um, she's a lot of in brands. Here. No, there's so many great wrestlers And, that's and former champions, Nyla Rose isn't in here
1: Right, that's something it's a that a deep division That um, I think is sneaky uh, That AEW's doing That not a lot of people are noticing Really is is How they're filling out the division Both in people but also in stories Because it used to yeah. be the knock on them was You have the one match every week mm-hmm. And then maybe you have a one match on Rampage or something And um, you know, they're actively developing stories. So Serena Deeb and yeah. Sheeta are having a feud, and it's not in the top five. They're not even
0: in the top five. doesn't yeah. have anything to do with the titles, and I'm Chris, engaged in it. I'm ready
1: for it. I yeah, love the sit-down with Serena Deeb this week. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Uh, and Chris Stantlander is number two, but she's starting a feud with Layla Hirsch. Yeah. Under Rosa number three, but she's doing a feud with Mercedes Martinez. Tay Conti just came out of this feud, this tag team feud. So it's like you've got – you know, seven people listed on this chart and they all have programs, you know, going on with that aren't necessarily with each other. So they're filling out that division in terms of the story. Now, who goes against Jade next? I have no idea
0: who goes against Jade next and who goes against Brit next. And I'm also curious if we might start getting like the TNT title, the whole thing, the whole time, TNT title wide open. Anybody can challenge for it. Right. People from other companies. I'd be really interested. Again, you can do that with Cody. I wonder if you can do that with Jade. And again, if you bring in the right women, I think you can yeah, it's be interesting be right to see people. if we start getting some things like that for, for Jade's title. Mm-hmm. But, the, but you just went over this. The Riho feuds done. Mm-hmm. Chris Statlander's feuding with Layla Hirsch mm-hmm. under roses, feuding with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. We just had Ruby get knocked out of the TNT title picture. Right. makes me wonder who's next for Britt. What? Like, didn't, think she, didn't they just have a deal
1: you think it's jamie that's, yeah that's kind of what i think is that they'll i don't know I, it it just seems set up they made a big deal about the fact that she's essentially cleaned out the top five right and and so i could totally see that being a hey you haven't beaten me yeah and and even be they, they don't can necessarily do that even have promo. to do a big turn yeah one promo one match they didn't even have to even break them up no you No. Know? Yeah,
0: I, I like that idea. I think that's a great idea. Okay, now we got the men's rankings.
1: Hangman Page, the champ. one oh, uh, my one yep. oh. Yep, they don't have the interim title yet up there, but uh, we'll see how they reflect that later. So Cody's, yeah. Cody and Sammy out there. Adam Cole, number one. I didn't even realize that he was climbing up the rankings, but I went back to the other ones. He was number two. He was climbing his way up. And then when yeah. uh, Danielson lost, he was number two. Uh, Wardlow is number two.
0: Yeah, somebody else I so didn't realize was climbing the rankings, and it explains yeah. why he's been having these squash matches to get which him. Would be,
1: which the record, which to me also fills in my theory of if. Uh, well, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. He would win by the Q. But so he, it. If 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 Punk beats him, right? You know, a lot of people are like, "Why is Punk not in the top five? He should be." But yeah. So, Danielson you know, Falls number three, Scorpio number four, and Powerhouse Fobs number five. Sorry, you were going to say something.
0: Oh, no. Like, this is this entire top five. Outside of Brian Danielson is such a is such a surprise to me. Mm-hmm. And it's exciting because most of these men we've not seen wrestle each other. We've not seen challenge for any title. And I'm excited. And then when you go through, it's like Adam Cole, 11 and four. It's a great record. As in before the last year, like since right. he's been in AW, you look at when you get to Wardlow. This is very small on my screen. It's something like 41 and six. Maybe 47 and six. That's a crazy record. Like, yeah, he should be there. And he just wasn't there up until now. Brian Danielson, 13, two and two Scorpio sky, 52 and 15. That's his entire time in AEW Mm -hmm. and a very similar record for powerhouse Hobbs. I'm excited because powerhouse Hobbs is a guy I've wanted to see against champions and we haven't seen it yet. Scorpio sky is a guy who could wrestle with anybody in the world at any time. And I'm excited about Wardlow, mainly Cole, Wardlow, Hobbs. Those are the ones I'm excited
1: about. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see what's next. I'd love to see Hobbs climb his way up and get a title match, like maybe not on a pay-per-view, but on a on a rampage or a, yeah. you know, a TV main event. Hobbs taking on Page would be great.
0: And it would be really great to see somebody finally have their association with Taz pay off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Let's right. Outside of Hook, We're who is clearly... He's clearly a self-made man, even if Taz did literally make him, Yeah, (laughs) you know, Um, which, by the way, something I don't I don't know if we pointed this out. I think we did earlier, but I'm going to repeat it. Mm -hmm. Um, Every champion, including Hangman Adam Page, wrestled at Battle of the Belts. They recorded it. That's all going to be on Dark. Mm -hmm. It'll Mm -hmm. give you even more reason to watch Dark this week, which there's always some good matches out there, which brings us to should have been on Dynamite. Yep.
1: What do you have this week? So I. There were a lot of a good matches. Lot of dark matches. Yeah. yeah. And and I don't necessarily think that there's anything that's like has to be on Dynamite or deserve to be on Dynamite more than what was already there. I Other than. Um, oh, wait, I'm looking at the wrong thing. Hold on. There well, we I
0: go. know we had Jake at like we had. Yeah, Jake the Jake Atlas, Atlas match, Marina
1: debut Shafir. Marina Shafir had a had a match on dark and they're doing something with her. She's got a little persona where she's. Super Super serious Kind of Eastern yeah. European Kind of uh, Kind of thing Where she just Comes in And a little bit Of a hook vibe Where she just Sort of comes in And kills people And leaves um, Which always Works in wrestling Right MMA
0: wrestling Either way That always works And you see Companies go so Wild creating Characters Yeah When really All you need Is one person To yep. say I'm
1: Better than you Like yep. MJF Right and Then just be a Badass Yeah so, one thing I think they did do a good job of, so the Jake Atlas match, they, they did a quick highlight package on mm-hmm. Dynamite. I thought that was great. Another uh,
0: indication that they, they yeah, that they have plans for
1: him. They uh, had plans for him. They had a six a trios match with Statlander, Layla Hirsch, and Velvet against uh, a couple of local talent. Right. Um, and uh, and really just the storyline of that was the problems between Chris and Layla. Yeah. They summarized that on Dynamite. So like, again, I think that's a pretty good use. So the and match I would have put on Dynamite was Powerhouse Hobbs. And what were you going to say about the trios match?
0: Oh, uh, just the fact that that is an improvement, something we talk yeah. about a lot. The fact mm-hmm. they put that on Dynamite to remind us about what's going
1: on, even if it's going right. on on Dark, that's, a, that's, yeah. that's an improvement. To me, that's a great use of Dark and Elevation, yeah. which we talked about earlier that I've had yeah. trouble distinguishing between them sometimes no we usually watch really them at the same do. time really do yeah so powerhouse hobbs had a match with colt cabana that was great and a great showcase for him and that's the kind of stuff i want to see if he's in the top five he needs yeah. to be impressing people on dynamite yep um and, and then there was this person go ahead that's kind of what i was saying about the wardlow matches mm-hmm. you know you can
0: have him squash nobodies right but there's Colt Cabana's out there there's pretty Peter Avalon's out there and I think Colt Cabana's a level up but there's a lot of options there for for a a heel to have a squash match put him in against five Mm -hmm. or somebody like that even though we've now established five can 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 go anybody anytime anybody anytime can take on (laughs) Kenny Omega he can almost beat anybody at any time like BTE dark and elevation have given us so many people like Captain Sean Dean Mm -hmm. that you can really establish yourself against a like what they're doing with
1: Hobbs, but they should have been doing this with Wardlow as well. Yeah. Then there was a debut of uh, someone that I'm hearing a weird amount of buzz around that I wouldn't have thought if I had just saw her named Megan Bain. Did okay. You see I, this? I have not seen this match yet, but I, okay. I've
0: seen what you're talking about. I've seen the buzz. And so I made a note. I've got to watch this this week. I haven't gotten around to it yet. What did, what did you think of this match?
1: I mean, it was okay. I mean, mainly it was a lot of presentation. Like she kind of has yeah. this, um, um, uh, what's his name from ROH, uh, Dalton Castle kind okay. of vibe to her in Ooh. that she has attendants. She's this kind of Egyptian princess thing going on where she's okay. headdressed. So it's a lot about the presentation and she has a really good presence, but like I wouldn't Ooh. say she was more impressive than like a Jade Cargill or somebody. So I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see why people are interested. I'm, I'm curious.
0: Okay, I'm looking at something right now. Apparently... This is not her first appearance on Dark. Okay. I, I, so I Googled her real quick to see what she looks like. My first thought was she's got a great look. Her her headdress is freaking amazing. I love yeah, it's really cool. the headgear. Like it's, it's straight out of Wonder Woman or whatever. But I see Megan Bain versus Thunder Rosa from June 8th, 2021 on Dark. I'm going to go back. I'm going to watch her. This week, and then I'm going to go back and watch that because now I'm interested. Now I'm Uh, I'm, here's another one. She's got another one to look
1: up. Okay, Uh, May fourth of 2021, Megan Bain versus Big swole. I see that right now.
0: So (laughs) she's been out there a little while then. Yeah, that's going to be. I like the look of her character a lot. Like I really like the look of her character, which it brings me. You know, I'll talk about this after this segment, but I want to come back to that. Um. My No that The powerhouse I was called Cabana match Is really good Um, I'm now I'm really interested in Megan Bain Just from looking At the pictures Like she's Immediately eye Catching mm-hmm. She's got a Cool look I'm into this My pick Was From New Japan Actually And it was Eddie Kingston Versus Gabriel Kidd In the main Event of New Japan Strong It is a Killer match Eddie Kingston, live in the dream, wrestling, wrestling for New Japan. Yeah. Um, this one, everybody needs to check out
1: if you get a chance. Um, yeah, it was super fun. I watched I just watched it last night. Yeah. And yeah. I normally don't even watch strong unless yeah. I hear something. And this was just one of those weeks where I was like, every show I've turned on has given me the best example of whatever promotion, whatever that promotion yeah. has to offer. So if I, I know if I turn on New Japan strong tonight, it's going to be a great match.
0: Absolutely. And it was. And I think there's a lot of people that listen. Look, I'm the same as you. I don't always watch strong, but for whatever reason, this week I did. And Mm -hmm. I saw that match and it was phenomenal. And I think a lot of people in in our group in that subscribe to fight game media that follow Mm -hmm. us online. I think there's a lot of people in the same boat as us when it comes to that. Mm -hmm. And so this is us saying, and that's kind of the point of this. Go check out this match. You're not going to be disappointed. Um, So what I wanted to talk about with the Megan Bain thing is something. Mm -hmm. uh, Jonathan Snowden, really great author, has a number of books on the history of MMA. His most recent book was a biography of Ken Shamrock. Mm -hmm. Um, He is a big fan of AEW. He and his wife are active on Twitter during every AEW show. Jonathan and Christina Snowden. And they were having a conversation on AEW that I thought was interesting. I want to talk about with you. which was basically Christina Snowden was saying when she was a kid, like she would talk to her grandparents about wrestling and they would ask about people and she'd be like, well, this is the big boss man. He's like an evil, like an evil prison guard from the south. Mm -hmm. And she's like, I could sum up those characters so well. Mm -hmm. And I think we all know WWE both did a good job with creating characters like that. And they also went overboard with like the repo man. And just everybody had a little bit too much of a character. Mm -hmm. And she was making the point that today there seems to have, they seem to have gone just in general, AEW and and the Indies in particular, like we've got our, we've got our Dan Housens. We have our evil, like Mm -hmm. demon spirit creatures, Mm -hmm. which, I love Dan Housen a lot, but um, so many wrestlers today, their gimmick, their description, she's like, if I was describing them to my grandparents, it would be, they're a really good wrestler and they're fast. And she's <laughs> like, we need a little more than that to distinguish them. And yeah. when I was watching, when I was watching Proud and Powerful in Kingston versus 2.0 and Daniel Garcia, I realized It was my favorite 2.0 match because it kind of hit me how quickly they established their two goofy, violent numbskulls from New York. And that's enough. That's Mm -hmm. just enough of a character to differentiate themselves from everybody else out there who kind of look the same or the same height and are good wrestlers. Because today, most people are good wrestlers. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. I want to know your take on that. Do you think there's a little too much of guys not having quite enough to their character? And I wonder, I, I, like, when a guy like yeah. Jake Atlas comes in, I'm like, yeah, does he have enough character?
1: Yeah. I th- oh, man, that's a really good point. Because I, I think that's that an Ethan Page about. problem. Like, Ethan Page is just a mm-hmm. good wrestler, and he's well, arrogant.
0: It, but outside of that, there's right. not a lot. You can't describe him to a grandparent. He's a good-looking, right. arrogant guy. That's everybody
1: in wrestling. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, exactly. And, and I saw, so there are a couple of things I thought of when I was on, quote, wrestling Twitter today. Yeah. This weekend was I saw someone I think I posted this in the uh, fight game media Facebook group of someone posted a meme that was a screenshot of an SNL skit or uh, Saturday Night Live character on Weekend Update. And it was a character I think his name is Liam and his character was teenager who just woke up and he looked exactly like Hook. And I thought you posted that and I died. It was hilarious. And I thought that's that's hook. He's the Gen Z teenager who just woke up and doesn't want to be bothered.
0: But yeah, could kill you. Exactly. And And then not wanting to be bothered is like a powerful part of that character. Right. That's his entire personality. And I see people on Twitter. They're like my three year old have three year old daughter not into wrestling loves hook. And I see that particularly for females like every age 3 mm-hmm. 13 23 mm-hmm. all levels they all love hook right and it's it is such a, it's he's a cool teenager who doesn't want to be bothered
1: right which is which is kind of i made the comparison that that hook is orange cassidy's personality in jungle boy's body yeah. doing taz's move set <laughs> which and is a it's a great description and you think yeah. Has there ever
0: been a character like that? As right. in the the sleepy teenager doesn't want to be bothered. Right. I don't think there's ever been that character in wrestling history. And it feels
1: totally fresh. And I think that's yeah. part of why he is catching on is because they had that persona mm-hmm. before, like a year before he wrestled, you know? Yeah. But like a Scorpio Sky has been around forever and he's just like, he's a really good... Guy Scorpio's got Page. That's the problem. There's nothing then, else there. But then, if you look at like the pendulum the other way, and you go mm-hmm. over to NXT 2.0 or something, they're going back to the old ways. Yeah. Of you know, this guy is a woke, uh, you know, whatever, or this guy yeah. is a. These guys are just brawling. This guy's tussins. madcap. This guy's madcap, right? <laughs> and madcap. Uh but you look at it. But who are their people? Who are their champions? Braun Breaker. He's he's a, you know, he's a badass wrestler. And his story should be that he's
0: a Steiner.
1: Right. He's a Steiner. and Everyone knows it, but we're not going to say it. The yeah. other champion is Carmelo Hayes, who is mm-hmm. basically personality and ring work wise, essentially like a Scorpio Sky, mm-hmm. but he just resonates more because it's like, it's that thing when he shoots, he don't miss. Like he yeah. is the guy who calls his shot and he's so good. He's going to make it. And, that's, and I think even that's a little subtle for, I yeah.
0: think. I think this is something that I want to talk more about with you when we do our uh, Mm -hmm. our patron special, because I think there's a would like to talk about the people who I think this is an issue with, because I'm worried like as much as I all like I've seen. I've seen a number of Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly matches, not a ton, but I've seen some from NXT and I liked them, but I don't know that there's anything more to them right now than they're really good wrestlers.
1: Right. And they're friends with the Young Bucks. Right. Or Adam Cole. Or just Adam Adam Cole, Cole. but even Adam Cole, like you can't, he doesn't have like a log line, you know, you can describe him as, but he's just so charismatic. He doesn't need it. You're just like, who, who is this guy? Well, he's the coolest guy in the company. I think I'm going to be like the 50, like the 500,000th
0: person to say this, but like Adam Cole gets by on the fact he looks at, he's like a second coming of Shawn Michaels. Yeah. And I think everybody looks at him and sees that and feels that. So he doesn't need it as much. Cause he is, I think that's how I would describe him.
1: Like, do, mm-hmm. Hey ma, hey, grandma, do you remember Shawn Michaels? Like, yeah, right. he's, he's basically the new Shawn Michaels. Right. But like, I, like this week they had Sheeta and she was mm-hmm. like, she hit the thing. You know why they call me the professor? you know like where Mm -hmm. she's like because i can school anybody yeah and, yeah. and that's the kind of stuff that helps. That's all you need. And I think the difference is
0: with WWE is when they force when they force a character on somebody that's not their character, like the skateboarder that was feuding with Darby Allin because she can't actually skateboard. <laughs> and when an right. AW seems to be letting people be themselves, I, th- I mm-hmm. believe I believe we're seeing Hook. Mm-hmm. I think we're seeing a hook. you seen Eddie In Kingston, real life, yeah. he's like a six mm-hmm. and he's turned it up to eleven. And Eddie
1: Kingston is turned down Kingston. to a three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. And uh, they're letting people be themselves because the people are great characters. Eddie Kingston's a great character in life, which is Mm -hmm. why we see so many things that should be on dynamite just from his Twitter, just from real life. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, I think that's going to be a big part of the discussion when we do our promo, uh, when we do our patron show coming up, yeah. um, when it talks about like, there's a lot of people out there that are easy to describe and, and have a lot of personality and could absolutely replace some guys who, even though they're great wrestlers, you know, you have to wonder like AEW's given Scorpio sky so many opportunities. Yeah. And, and, and I like the one they have now, mm-hmm. but still they're just guys who laugh they're mm-hmm. just laughing mm-hmm. like Dan Lambert and happy
1: Gil, happy, uh, happy, Gilmore. happy Gilmore. Absolutely. Happy, happy Corbin just yeah. without just just dialed down. But yeah. their characters is the same. Exactly. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about that. Um, let's see.
0: I'm trying to uh, see what else we've got here before we go.
1: Like the yeah, matches we next forgotten week.
0: Anything? Oh, the matches next week. Yeah, pull those up. I'm not looking at the. Yeah, I'm not looking at our list right now. Give I got to it. Me.
1: So on Dynamite, so they haven't announced anything for Rampage yet. No, I was I looking.
0: Saw. I looked
1: for like an hour to
0: find a single Rampage yeah, match. I, I haven't seen anything. one.
1: Uh, so yeah. Uh, uh so Dynamite War- next week. We have Punk versus Wardlow. Great. Uh, Danny Garcia versus Sammy Guevara Fif- for in. 10 Yes, absolutely. Both of those are going to be amazing. Yeah. Sheeta versus Deeb, which interestingly oh is just a match, no stipulation. Yeah. Uh, but should be great. Um, Powerhouse Hobbs versus Dante Martin should be a great that's face off. Be, and I don't know who would win that. No, probably some great stuff and perhaps some hook intrigue in there. I'm wondering if
0: we're going to get the return of Leo Rush. We haven't seen Leo Rush in a while. He had the the New Year's Eve. uh, I don't want to say a blow up, but he was outspoken on New Year's Eve. We haven't seen him since. I have to think
1: he's going to come back for this in some way. So this hasn't been announced, but I would anticipate they'll probably lead into who Paige's next challenger will be. And if it's Adam Cole and uh, that's it.
0: That's a, look. That's a great dynamite. That's solid. That's- That's a really solid dynamite, Um, and I I have a feeling we're going to get Rampage built off of what happens on that powerful dynamite, Mm -hmm. so I'm excited for next week. I'm really excited to see what else we're going to get built for Rampage, and again, we got a lot of free agents out here that haven't popped up yet, and they could pop up at any time. We don't even know who they all are, but Johnny Gargano's lurking out there. Brody King's lurking out there. so many people. The Briscoes, God only knows what they're doing out in the cornfield right now. (laughs) They're Waiting Tony, Tony Con, to pick him up. Tony might have scooped him up. He might have. We don't know. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm excited about all this every week, I, you know, and all the other people we're going to talk about on the Patreon show, like Keith Lee and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, But listen, if you want to talk to us about wrestling, you can follow me at Peppermint Fatty everywhere, except for TikTok, where you have to throw an X on either side of it. And of course, the Fight Game Media Group on Facebook, where Kevin has been leading a lot of great discussions lately, really dropping a lot of fire stuff on there. Kevin, where can everybody
1: follow you? At Kevin Ely, uh, most places you would go, but I'm not. Well, I am on TikTok. I just don't post anything. That's a real shame. I'm ready to get you heavy into TikTok. All
0: right, everybody, that's it. Follow Kevin Ely on TikTok. Follow me on Instagram because I need to build my followers. And we'll see you all again next Monday. Until then, have a great week, everybody.